0: Science fiction is an existential metaphor.
1: It allows us to tell stories about the human condition. Isaac Asimov once said, "Individual science fiction stories may seem as trivial as ever to the blinder critics and philosophers of today, but the core of science fiction, its essence, has become
0: crucial to our salvation." Tell me, how many lights you see?
1: Four lights. This is how liberty dies. With thunderous applause. Game over, man! Game over. Let's make a show. Yeah. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast, and what are your hosts? Scott Herzog.
0: And good evening. I
1: am Miles P. McLaughlin, and I am Dave Sellers. Yeah, and it's just the boys tonight. Boys night. It was boys night. Just so uh, the joke was prior to the show that our uh, podcast wives were not going to be here to rein us in. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Dave broke out a keg in his new house and we are set to go. Indeed. 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 So, it's a good time. For- <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, we're we're going to miss them actually though. Um, it's winter shelter for uh, Jen um, and uh and uh, yeah, yeah also known as Chrissy uh, who is I, uh, and she often does it but I my understanding I think she's on day shift but I think because it's the beginning it's just kind of throwing a little bit in the loop and M has end of year projects which of course we all know about if we're in any sort of business whatsoever so so yeah so it's great chatting with you guys it's been a little bit mm-hmm. yeah so uh I missed the diner. You missed the diner. Well, the diner's open tonight. Um, can't uh, can't guarantee the quality of the food with just guys here, but we'll see what happens. So <laughs> we're going to have fun either way. So uh, why don't we talk about what's going on in our sci-fi world? And uh, Miles, why don't you get us started on this?
0: So I am just started watching Hawkeye on Disney+, Plus. watched the first episode, uh, into the second episode, it's good. I mean, very few things Disney puts out when it comes to its Marvel programs has is bad. So uh, I'm enjoying Hawkeye. Uh, I finished uh, watching Lost in Space Season 3 on Netflix. Um, they say it's its last season, but fans are clamoring for them to keep going. So we'll see. I started watching Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Uh, that has not got a lot of love from people uh, on the Internet. Um, So much so that this is the only season they're going to record. Watching 4400 on CW. Also catching uh, Star Trek Discovery. It's back on the Paramount Network. Um, I think it's like four episodes in, so I'm enjoying that. Um, I I read Time of Fate by Andrew Gonzalez. Just finished that book up. couple days ago. I just started reading uh, Star Trek Coda, book three, Oblivion's Gate by uh, David Mack.
2: Awesome.
1: I forgot to put down on my list here. um, I guess I'll go next. Is that all right, David? Go for it, bro. Yeah, so uh, on my list, I forgot to put down, you mentioned Cowboy Bebop. I watched the first three episodes um, before I finally gave up on it. Um, So (laughs) here's the thing. It is stylized, and there's a there's a point where it's it's meant to be a little bit over the top and not to be taken seriously. Um, I loved John Cho's character in that; I thought he did fantastic. You know, Sulu from Star Trek, um, mm-hmm. and you know, I you know I thought he did a fantastic job. I thought his partner did a fantastic job, um, but it just didn't grab me. So, I mean, Cali Bebop's hailed as being like the penultimate, you know, anime of like around the late 90s. Like it was, it was like the, the one of the biggest anime and one of the best anime of its time. But it's just tough um, to translate it effectively into live action. They often, I think, I think they suffered a little bit from that. You said you watched the first episode, Miles.
0: I think I've watched the first two episodes of Cowboy Bebop. I'm I was going to keep watching it. I I, I enjoyed the first two episodes. I enjoy the um the the dynamic and chemistry between uh, John Cho's character and the actor plays uh, uh, Jeff Black. Um, I I you know I I I enjoyed it, but uh, there's I just uh, but I guess. There's some shows that that are just binge watchable, I guess, where it's just like you want to watch the other one. So, like with when when Lost in Space came out, I wanted to watch the next episode, and I may have watched like two in a row, but I was getting too late. But uh, but but the desire was there to wa- keep watching it. Um, you know that some some shows just you know you, you enjoy, but yeah, um, you can wait till tomorrow, the ne- next day to watch watch it or whatever but um that that was my experience anyways
1: yeah so i mean again i thought it was i thought it was good as far as being stylized um but
0: i don't know um well I really felt that way though i mean it's it, you know it didn't uh you know the fans didn't seem to you know, it didn't resonate with them so much, so... And maybe, um, did you ever see the original Cowboy Bebop? I watched I watched some episodes from the, the, yeah, the original, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I didn't watch it from beginning to end, but, I mean, so... But, you know, I, I watched the anime. Yeah. I watched a few episodes of that, and, you know, I, I enjoyed what I saw. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm Go ahead. I, I'd be curious what, like... From a fan's perspective, a fan of the anime, and they tried to watch the the live action. Where it seemed to fail them,
1: yeah, and that's and that's for me not. Uh, I you know I've watched an episode of the original live action, and so it doesn't, um, it doesn't. Uh, it's different, but I I don't know. It's hard to take an anime that a lot of people loved and to do it in a way that pleases the fans. I think has to be an incredible challenge as a director um yeah you know it's one of the it's just what i mean we talked about it with dune i mean there's so much hype and so much expectation with dune how do you do it in a way that pleases everyone i think it's uh i think Dune maybe was a bit more successful than maybe cowboy bebop was but we're talking uh different budgetary constraints and everything on it so but
0: yeah and i guess what you know i mean what one's a movie and what one I means a Netflix show that, you know, you go watch, I, I don't know how many episodes were at least 10 episodes you would figure. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not sure any anime franchise has really fully been successful going live action yet. If I'm wrong, you know, correct me. Yeah.
1: Um, the other thing I've been watching is I watched Hawkeye. I'm caught up on, uh, all four episodes that are out. And, uh, I am, it was a slow go. I don't, I felt like the first couple episodes were okay. They weren't as good for me as captain, uh, what, uh, winter soldier and Falcon, um, mm-hmm. or even as, um, Scarlet witch, whatever that, whatever that was called. Thank you. Wandavision. Um, So I did, I felt like there was a little bit of a bar, but it's growing on me by episode four, episode four, man, Dave, are you watching it? Yes, I am. Dude, they tie it into Black Widow. Uh And I was like, oh yeah. When, when she shows up, I was like, you got, you got me. Like that was Uh the part that really, and I did like, I I like the girl that's kind of leading the tracksuit bandits um oh yeah the, the blind invalid um but it's yeah. just a uh, fantastic character and i'm interested to see where they go with it um and i keep I, a hawkeye early in the episodes is saying i'll be home by christmas i'm like don't keep promises you can't keep buddy you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh-huh. so i you know i'm just i'm i'm enjoying it miles you said you watched the first episode or two uh, yeah, I watched the first episode. I'm into the second episode, so uh, we, we'll try not to spoil it here for you. But there's some um, episode four. You're going to see some Black Widow references in it, and
0: it's really I, I read it that it would lead up to that. So I'm not. Uh, that that's fine. Yeah. Um, and you know, some It took me one or two episodes to get into it, but I, I, think I if I stuck with it, it'd be pay
1: off. no, was so unexpected for a marvel like to tell it in like a 1950s style or a 1960s style we were like how is this marvel right this didn't feel like a marvel and not until we got to like episode four or five did you like see like what was going on the outside world you were like oh this is marvel and here's why she's doing it Mm -hmm. um so i think that one took a little bit longer to get into too i agree with that um oh yeah So, uh, other than that, I am watching. um, I am watching the Wheel of Time series on Amazon Prime. I believe four or five episodes have dropped, and it has been nothing but good. Um, Faithful as much as they can be into the books, are trying to shove three books into an eight-episode series. Um, But all that being said, um, it is it is it is good. It is good. Well worth it. Um, And uh, I talking about that, I'm reading through I'm rereading book three right now um, because I want to they said that the first eight episodes cover the first three books. So I wanted to kind of read them and I'm a little bit behind, but hopefully I'll get through book three here in the next week. So. So I think think that's it it for my sci-fi world.
2: Yep, that's it uh david it's all you well like you guys i'm watching hawkeye um keeping up with uh discovery despite uh last couple of weeks working on getting the house ready and moving in it actually has been pretty productive for my sci-fi world it's given me a big chance to be catching up on all the audiobooks i've wanted to um while i'm here well, I was here painting and doing other stuff like that. So I got to I got to start and finish um, the third book in the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy. Um, called Lesser Evil, great, great close. Another another marvelous piece by Timothy Zahn.
1: Yeah, so um, I have to read it
2: yet. Yes, it, it's it's good. It's good. Uh, I finished four out of the five uh, Firefly books. In that uh, in that five book series that was put out, all of them have been absolutely amazing now, so far. Who
1: narrate? Do, do any of the cast narrate them?
2: No, you nobody know, the cast does. But if you've been a fan of it enough, it it doesn't matter because as the narrator is reading this. You're hearing their voices in your head, <laughs> so it, it it plays really, really well. Um,
0: but they've all been really great. Now, question for you, Dave. Go ahead, um, go ahead Miles. Are these audio books? Are they taking place uh, during the time of the show or after the movie Serenity? Between,
2: between, okay, between, yeah, post, <laughs> yeah, post show and before Serenity. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. So it's real good uh universe filling content there. Yeah. Um one of the things I did get here moving into this house is a new TV for <laughs> our, our main living room and it uh my, my first four K television and I I cannot watch anything on a normal pedestrian TV again. Um <laughs> will, oh during unpacking and just the few times that I've actually sat down to take a break and do all that, I've put on uh, you know, all of the old Star Trek, the original Star Trek movies, um, you know, some of the Star Wars movies, watching them there. And I'm telling you, it, it is night and day, even watching Next Generation on there it is just so different. I go back upstairs and put it on in like the bedroom or something on an older TV. And, and it's, you just look at it. And any of you out there who are parents and your kids have ever done something that have like really let you down or disappointed you, that's the feeling you get in your chest. You're just, uh, just completely deflated and let down. But it's, that's been fun. And so I've been able to rewatch a lot of the old classics and everything like that. Good. Um, yeah, that's really been, I think that's been about it so far. Yeah. Well,
1: very good. Sounds like we've had some stuff. Now, I, now, are you up on all the uh,
2: new Star Wars, uh, Star Trek shows that are out? Uh, yeah, the only one I'm not up on is Prodigy. Okay. All but right. Discovery was there. What, what are you thinking of this season, Miles? I'm curious to get your take.
0: Yeah, um... I am cautiously satisfied. Um Burnham isn't crying. <laughs> um so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um I like so I'd like Saru as the captain more. Yeah. I thought that was a better fit than than Burnham. But um uh, I, I thought the last episode was pretty good. I thought that was pretty, there was, there was some classic Trek elements, you know, you, you have these group of cadets
2: oh, yeah.
0: and, and there's some old prejudices that two of these people have to try to work through or to work together. And it was like, that was classic Trek. I mean, trying to survive at the same time, can this one person get over his, his prejudice with the, the this race of people that mistreated his own people. Um, um yeah you know, i've heard criticism well you know the universe is ending again and and you know that that's that's a uh criticism level discovery i don't think that's fair i think you know i think i think in all the shows there was world ending events uh at times and so um do they feel like it was like too close to like last
1: season or like where like,
0: <sighs> No, this isn't I mean so I mean Discovery is in the 31st century, uh they're you know trying to um you know trying to bring the Federation back together. Um there's one episode um I thought was interesting where you you had this, you know, I'm not getting I mean, what Romulet and Vulcan has met, I mean, has, has, has unified in, in this time. And there's this organization of women, the Quat malat that take up what they feel are lost causes. And you had this one woman who ends up killing a Starfleet officer, but she tried, but, you know, and they, they try to bring her in. She's trying to do a good thing, but it's like, well, th- you know, do the ends justify the means here? And it's like, um, I, I, I'm glad that what they did in that episode is like, I mean, they acknowledge this woman was trying to do good, but at the same time, this woman killed a guy that, you know, an innocent man that had a family and he deserved justice too. And, and so, like I said, I'm cautiously, I, I'm, I'm satisfied where they're going so far. Um, you know, we'll we'll wait and see. I I, for for me, Discovery last season, I liked the journey, but I hated the destination. Where that the cause of the burn was, you know, some kid, you know, a grief stricken kid screams his head off, and uh, any any starship using dilithium to make their engines work all blows up. I was like, that's what that's what caused the burn, seriously? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that was last season, so you know. Um, let's see what the destination is. So, so far I'm enjoying the journey.
2: Yeah. Good. Good. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Fair enough.
1: Well, folks, I believe it's time for us to get into our Christmas gifts this year. Now this is a wish list of, um, doesn't have to be realistic. It can be whatever, uh, that's on our (laughs) geeky. Sci fi Christmas list, and we're going to start with number five and just rotate around, and then we'll go down to number four and then we'll get to our number one. Does that work for everyone? That works for me,
2: Dave. Why don't you start off with your number five? My number five is the Star Trek advent calendar from Eagle Moss. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this or not, it comes in a board cube. And each day has some trek merch in the thing, um, anywhere from socks to coasters. There's a mug, bunch of things like that that are just really cool and neat. Runs a little too pricey for my liking right now. Is it is it the
1: Borg Cube? Yeah, advent calendar. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it can be yeah. your, it can be yours truly for 150. Exactly.
0: But it sounds awesome. It oh yeah!
2: I think I'm getting. We got my daughter a Harry Potter Lego Advent calendar because. Oh, those are fun. Those Harry are Potter. fun too, though. Well, I, I'm loving the thing just about as much as she is. <laughs> yeah. Popping <laughs> yeah. exactly Popping it. In there. What'd you get today? What'd you get today? <laughs> <laughs> <Not> <laughs> oh, that's exactly. good. You both enjoyed. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's good. I knew. I know they do these for like Star Wars Lego and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah, the good news maybe after Christmas you can get it on sale. You know what? That's what I'm hoping. And then, then like, to then wait, ex- pay the dang- <laughs> and then save it for like next year or not? Bullshit! I'm gonna dang thing <laughs> every day, right? At once. <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm.
0: That's my number five.
1: Oh, very cool, very good, Miles. You want to go with your number
0: five? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to keep it simple. The first, my first gift. Um, there is, I, I, if you see me at the cons, you know I love my Star Trek uh, uh, hoodie sweatshirts, and um, I saw one out there. It's, um, it's from Star Trek Picard. It's the the command uniform, but it's like a red sweatshirt, and uh, it's very sharp looking. Um, that would be my first one uh, to go to. Uh, I feel like I, I need a new sweatshirt.
1: Oh, that would be fun. Nice. So all you guys went a bit more practical than I did. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's start with my number five. My number five, speaking of Legos, uh, Lego has just put out the Lego Star Wars Imperial Destroyer. Oh. Can be yours truly for $700. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, I think seeing that sit on my new wooden shelves in front of me, after my son and I have put this together, that would be that would be beautiful.
2: It sounds
1: beautiful. It's it, it it is. It just warms my heart. How many pieces is that? Oh, uh, that's a great question. Um, let me see if I can find that out. Uh, Lego Imperial Star Destroyer. Uh, does uh does does. does do, do the keepers still like uh, Legos? Oh, yeah. We get into it. Number of pieces, 4,784. Yes.
2: That's how you know it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So. And it comes complete with a mount to mount it on. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Full scale. I'm just kidding. It's not full scale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> just take a couple acres of my farmland. That might not be Perfect. enough. That might not be enough, Perfect.
0: though. We us get a good start. Father and son bonding, uh, yeah. <laughs> screen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, $700 this thing. No, that's not too bad. No, I guess not. <laughs>
1: not, not too bad. All right. Uh, Dave, are we at you next? Number four.
2: Oh, no. Oh, we're, we're number four already. That's yeah, right. Number four. Yeah, missing two. That goes a bit quicker. Oh, yeah. All right. So number four is another run from Eagle Moss. It's the Star Trek Starships subscription. So it's a, one of those monthly box subscription things. Every month you get two um, Starship models, from Star Trek, and like a book or something with it. But looking at them, all the ads I keep seeing get popped into my Facebook feeds and everything like that. They look pretty awesome and would look really, really cool across the top of my desk
0: here. Dave, uh, so there's a podcast I listen to, um, mission log and, uh-huh. and, and, Eagle Moss is one of their sponsors and they talk up the, you know, the, the, you know, getting these ships once a month and it comes with a book that d- describes it. And, um, I'm, I'm always tempted to, to, to do something like that for, yeah. you know, I don't know uh, why I've never pulled the trigger on it yet. It's just, um. I run out of space. To, you know, yeah,
2: that's about it, right?
0: <laughs> you know, you, you, get, I mean, you get a bunch of these things, but they are beautiful ships. They look yeah. like that. You know, it's a model from the series or something like that. Um, so, that, uh, so are they models?
2: Not models that like you would traditionally think of as one you got to put together, but it's like a just a small little kind of like my USS Vengeance one here, just a little on a plastic or die cast. Was that an Eagle Mod uh, ship there? No, this was, this is a, uh, Mattel. This was actually like a Hot Wheels one. This came oh, okay. with the one, uh, special edition of Star Trek in the Darkness. But that I ordered it's, it's, okay. it's low detail, kind of chintzy, but it looks pretty sitting up here. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. And they were doing a special for a while where you could put in your custom built ship on star Trek online and get a 3d print of it through them. I don't know if they still oh, okay. do it or not. Yeah. I don't know if they still do it or not, but that would yeah, be sweet, for a while.
0: They did. That would be sweet. Mm-hmm. But if I had space and some, you know, extra $20 to burn. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I definitely, I, that definitely resonates with me. Mm-hmm. Good stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so all right. So
0: Miles, go ahead. So I'm a little practical now. Um there's a time where I was buying lots of different sci fi themed t shirts, uh, superhero, whatever. I haven't bought anything in a while, so um I I, I haven't uh there, there's anything in particular I want right now, but you know, that that's something I'd be l i would would love to get is just, you know. Something something new, either Star Trek, Star Wars, some, some, I just need some cool, uh, t-shirts. Nice.
1: Nothing wrong with new t-shirts, right?
0: Mm Um,
1: all right. So let's go by number four. So this is something that I've been looking for for a very long time. I own return of the King and I own the two towers. Um, those of you who've been listening to the show, you know, I'm a vinyl collector. So I collect vinyl, but the one thing that I do not own in vinyl is Howard Shores, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, complete recordings on vinyl on red vinyl. And, uh, they right now to get them in good condition, $1,200. So the other, the others that I own did not run me that, but for some reason, the Fellowship of the Ring. That's running you a little bit more.
2: So. What's special about that that makes it so much? Just the rarity? well, the,
1: even the others, the others run three, four hundred dollars. I didn't pay that. Really? I, I I ended up finding a guy that was looking to get rid of them. I paid a hundred bucks for each, which is still a lot. But there's five discs, so it ends up being like twenty dollars of vinyl, which is average. Yeah. So, but yep. So uh, Santa wants to be really good to me. He'll complete my set. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, nice. I, I think part of it is like some of the most memorable music comes from fellowship. That's true. Room. Um, and not that the others aren't, but who knows, maybe I will, uh, eventually get it. We'll see. Nice. All right. Go
2: ahead, David, your number three. Uh, my number three is a new podcast, mic with a boom. Ooh. I'm looking to get a new one. Just when I get my the actual spot I'm going to do this show from set up. So I've got a boom mic so I don't have this thing taking up space on the table. But I'm not sure which one to get yet. I've seen a few options as far as ratings go and everything like that, but that'll be that's one of my wish list right there. Well, okay. that's very more likely going to happen at some point. So you folks can hear my angelic voice much clearer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, very good.
1: Uh, we would love to hear your deep, bassy, angelic voice coming through. <laughs> but. All right. So, um...
0: Miles, how about your number three? My number three, um, I really still like the uh, type two phaser from Discovery. Um, that um, I think is, is just, it's probably like my, my second favorite phaser. Uh, I, I wish, you know, some, you have to get it as a model kit. I haven't found any, anything where it's like, um Diamond Select Toys or whatever maybe have a toy version of it. That's that I still look just as good as what you see on screen. But I've looked online, I've seen a few places like Etsy or places like that that have it about forty bucks you buy a model kit and put it together. I'd be open to doing that. Um but I just think it's a it's just a gorgeous looking phaser. It's a gorgeous looking prop. Um probably my first favorite would be the phaser from Star Trek Three, the Search for Spock, but ah this would be my this probably my next favorite good. i just think it's just good, good. It, it 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 does a good job of fusing the classic phaser from the original series and kind of making it more modern looking gives it like a nice grip or whatever and it, it just looks badass to me so and, uh,
2: and with the tip of that thing it reminds you of the it reminds me anyway of the the uh the laser pistols from the cage
0: yeah because there's like two barrel well in cage I think two. this yeah. one has triple barrel but the one in the cage has like two barrels so yeah it did a good, good job of like we'll borrow a little from this from from the, the, the pilot and we'll bo- we'll borrow a lot from the you know the original series and then just kind of modernize it a little bit and uh, oh. uh i always thought it looked sharp i think we'll still be seeing these these type of phasers in star trek strange new worlds uh but I I would love to have something like that. I mean, that's just, uh, that's, that, that's, that that, there's nothing practical about that at all. It's just something to, uh, you know, um, when Star Trek is on, just kind of have it in my hand while I'm watching.
2: Oh, Mott miles. Yeah. I, uh, would like to direct you. I don't know if you have seen it, but from what I'm looking at right now, um, Oh come on! It won't let me go there. Um, a company called Anovos A N O V O S mm-hmm. has put out a prop replica that looks like it's pretty well uh, screen screen ready. Oh, okay, we finished interactive replica.
0: Um, yeah. I'll have to check it out. I'll see what, see how much they're charging um or something like that. Yeah, the type one comes out of it and everything. Cool. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll have to go on their site and see what um see how much they're they're trying or something like that. Um but yeah, that's that's my number three.
1: Awesome. Well, it's continuing it, with the uh, Lord of the Rings theme. Um this just uh kind of blew my budget complete um i could pay a lot <laughs> down on my mortgages with next one but it's the lord of the rings first edition in mint condition twenty eight thousand dollars
2: <laughs>
1: so that would be uh that would be nice and it is available it's available really yep. so you can pick that up for it can be yours for twenty eight thousand dollars <laughs> Just a small drop in the bucket.
0: Now, is this if we say first edition? Like, is this like like the the book, the first the first one they put out?
1: Yes. So it's okay. the first one that Tolkien had published. Mm-hmm. Three volume set. Originally, it was supposed to be published as one big volume, and the editor made him break it up into three. And so these are those three publications. When was that written again? So we're looking at the. I want to say I'm gonna like people are gonna look and say you should know what it is. Uh, oh, when did a uh, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings? See what pops up here. Um, I don't want the complete recordings. See, I looked up complete recordings that automatically put me in that. Um when did it when was it published? I don't know exactly here. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. Um was uh 54. 1954 was the first 54. book. Okay. The first time it came out as a single volume was in 1968, but it was published, you know, in three different parts. The ones that we, of course, know book one came out and book two. I don't know when that went, when book two was published, but yep. So that's my number three. Nice. So, so yeah. Okay.
0: All right. You'd have to get a safe for it or something. What was that? You have to get a safe or something. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I guess so, Keep that your, value. I
0: mean, precious. Those are one of the
1: things. Yeah, my precious, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Keep your> precious. <laughs> definitely, definitely.
2: All right, Dave. Take us to your number two. My number two is the PlayStation VR rig. Ooh. I got my brother-in-law has it and i got to play with it over thanksgiving at his house wow i played the uh the uh the vr mission on uh star wars battlefront that they released for it holy cow was that awesome hmm. that was just awesome and i'm looking at star wars cuz it's compatible with star wars squadrons and I'm like, okay, I, I could be immersed in this for a very long time or <laughs> until I completely have a seizure and fall over yeah. out of the chair. <laughs> but it it's it's pretty pretty epic. Awesome. A lot of fun. Good. Good. That's my number two. Right. So that over the Oculus quest? Yes, because I can hook it up with my PlayStation. So I can have yeah. a, little bit more yeah makes
1: makes so now is that a direct link or is it like standalone do you have to wire that in
2: yeah you pretty much plug it in there's a before i remember right there's a little uh there's an adapter there that plugs into the usb port of the playstation and then this you hook the the uh headset into that dongle thing and then uh off you go but it's it's pretty neat. They had a they also had a, a, a demo for some new Resident Evil game coming out with it. That was creepy as creepy as all get out. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it' was a lot of fun.
0: Good. All right, miles, number two. So I've seen these online, but I probably can't find one my size, but if I could, I would like to get a pair of the space pants costume from the Night Live skit. Very cool. That, uh, uh, David Dinklage did in uh, Peter Dinklage did. I'm sorry. On SNL some years back. Um, if I could get one my size, I would wear it at a con. <laughs> that would be awesome.
2: That
1: sounds, yeah. sounds pretty legit though. That would be it? so cool. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow. You're going to get a wig to match him, too? Oh, oh well, well, the costume, um, costume comes with a wig and the vest. And Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but it, there, there's, there, there, there's none for my size. I'd ah, have to, yeah. yes. But I saw those. I was like, oh, that is so cool. I would, <laughs> I would definitely wear one. Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, uh, my number three isn't quite as expensive as my number. And uh, my number two is not as expensive as my number three. This is a Shepperton Design Studios original Stormtrooper battle spec full armor from the authentic Trooper. Yours only for $1,500. Oh, yeah. So, my dream, David, is before I retire that I will walk into Pen Manor in <laughs> full scale Stormtrooper replica armor.
2: Oh, you, you would be my hero yep so you would be my hero if i do it i might have to end up
1: renting it but i do but oh. i but i would love to own a set of imperial stormtrooper armor that's yeah. so awesome besides if they tell me i have to wear masks again i'll already be <laughs> i'll already be masked <laughs> no. So this is, it's, 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 it's made from this set of armors made from the, the molds that were used to cast the original. Um, nice. So I know that some of the newer style armor is sleek, but there's something about the traditional Imperial armor that I like now it doesn't come with boots. So I have to get boots and it wouldn't come with a blaster. So I have to get a blaster. And my guess is a voice synthesizer also is not included but so uh, i would have you'd have to trick it out a little bit beyond that so i'm guessing by the time you're said and done probably closer to 17 or 1800 dollars but does it come with the blaster no no you'd have to get the you know, have to the blaster comes separate ah uh, still what that yeah, I'm is pretty that pretty is pretty that the awesome. dh is that the dh44 is that what it's the blaster yeah
0: Am i getting, uh, i might have the
1: name wrong in that
0: well I'm, yeah, i just hello. I just googled it just for fun and i guess uh the shepperton uh, blaster replica one here is for 700 bucks yeah yeah um, it's gonna be
1: so i mean it depends how like whether you want to be the authentic or not but um yeah
0: exactly um so well, no, you could buy I so I just brought it up authentic stormtrooper. Yeah, you, you know, $1500. Um you you have to buy some accessories. They'll sell they'll sell you a, a a blaster for $325, a holster for 80, combat boots for 95, so So that's not bad, but the blaster is where they get you. So, yeah, you, know, you you pro- probably after all it's done around 2 grand. Yeah.
1: And maybe but, that's uh, at the bottom end, depending on how crazy you want to get with it. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: two grand, well worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me. Uh, it's 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 good that we don't have our show wives here because they'd be putting God, us my, in our oh, place. Mine would,
2: div- mine would divorce me.
1: No, I don't know if mine would, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I It would be something. It would be a discussion that we would have to have. So, oh yeah. So. Maybe for my 55th birthday, I can convince her. We'll see. There you go. All right, Dave, what's coming in at your numero uno?
2: My numero uno is a origins game table from game theory tables. Okay. I've had my eyeballs on this thing for a while. So the table I want with the blue suede playing surface with four chairs to match it the dining top to put on it I am looking at rocking about 5250 50 before shipping costs and taxes that is my my high ticket i want this probably not going to get it kind of a deal yeah but it sounds awesome dave oh it is snazzy it sits there you have a sunken play surface so you can you got one of them games that takes you like 3 days to play like all the real good ones do you can put the dining top on it it's got trays built into the side like on the tops on the outside for pieces integrated cup holders in there it's it's solidly built and looks really good 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 that's
1: awesome so i mean there's a big hole in your basement david that's waiting for that i know (laughs) i know i mean and it's waiting to be filled david
2: i know it's (laughs) I'm still trying put to put Lisa on the phone. I'll talk to her. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, her... <laughs> yeah. She'll sit there and look at you and go, "No, no, and no, no. no not happening."
0: No, Scott can make her see reason.
2: Yeah, oh, I'll,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll try. I'll do my best.
0: Peer <laughs> pressure will work really good. Yeah, on yeah.
1: You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially after everything you put into the house already. Like, oh, but that's oh, how I get all my good decisions made. Right, right. I, so I that's, man, idea... what's a few more thousand. Come on, a few more
2: thousand. So like, yeah, we can do it. Not a problem. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah but yeah all right uh miles
0: so my number one was it uh, i i you know i would love to go on a real vacation you know it, it was either avengers campus in uh disney california adventure or Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Orlando, Florida. My first choice would be the Star Wars Galaxy Edge in Orlando, Florida. Spend a week there. You know, I've seen people post pictures of it and all the cool stuff they did. You know, they have a replica of the Millennium Falcon. Um, you know, you can go to I think you go to Jedi Academy Camp. Maybe that's just for kids, but uh, I don't know. But That would be fun. Okay, um, I would go. I would Before go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, maybe that's something for my bucket list is, the, is doing the galaxy edge thing but uh, i would love to do something like that that's just i mean a star Wars, star wars theme park i mean
1: yeah uh, i mean if you look at spending multiple days there i mean holy hannah tickets are running like 200 plus and that's what, and, and that's without buying anything you know without like yeah. buying any souvenirs or anything like that, You, I had a student that part of our early Christmas present was their grandparents took him down to Galaxy's Edge.
0: Oh, wow. So that
1: was a pretty nice Christmas present from the grandparents.
2: And we got oh. a former former teacher that worked with us there who's now an administrator at a different school. Him and his wife go down to Disney twice a year. I mean, it's, that's what they do. And... Every this last couple of times he's been down there, he's going to Galaxy's Edge and he's texting me pictures and I'm cursing at him and telling <laughs> him I hate him and Who's all that, that good Who's stuff. That? Is that Matt Fox? Oh, that yeah. Yeah. He uh w- when we went down years back, it was a year early because it wasn't open yet. And I kept trying to get my wife and him to push it off for a year, but they didn't want to. We needed to, We wanted to go this year. It's like, oh, come on. Just one year. Yeah. It's like, All we're going to do is spend time at Star Wars land. We're not going to. <laughs> okay. But at least I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All
1: right, I mean, what's this about? The kid, exactly. or, the kid or me? Come on.
2: <laughs> too young to remember it anyway. Oh, anyway. <laughs> no, it's fine. But yeah, from everything I see, Miles. Yeah. Go for it, man. Yeah, that was so, that'd be perfect. It'd be awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, let's uh, shoot the moon with mine. Mine this is my most expensive ticketed item, and I have a very small hope that it will ever be reality. But with space tourism ramping up with Virgin Galactic, Blue Origin, and of course SpaceX, why not look for a ticket on one of those ships just to be able to get a taste of being in space? Right? So I priced <laughs> it out for those <laughs> listeners who are looking to kind of chip in. If you want to start a, a Kickstarter for this, I'd be totally behind it. Um, Patreon.com. Yeah, Patreon.com, slash, Patreon.com yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but the uh, trip into space version, collect comes in at the cheapest at $250,000. Um, Blue Origin, the price tag's just a little bit more at 28 million. But hey, <laughs> if you want to go on SpaceX, 55 million. Jesus. And so wow. I'm hoping that in a few years, space tourism will take off. It'll drive the prices down. And maybe I'll be a little bit closer to that dream, but we'll see.
2: It's gonna drive down a lot.
1: Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> you thought a table was bad, Dave? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Try pitching that pass, Lisa. I
0: could buy a warehouse of tables for that. Holy maybe God. for your 60th birthday, Scott. My what birthday? Your 60th.
1: <laughs>
0: well, uh,
1: my salary is going
0: to need to be a little bit more. Well, 10, ten more years, maybe the price will be driven down. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Just cash your
2: pension out. It'll be a little closer. A little closer. <laughs> maybe for
1: the uh maybe for uh maybe for the Virgin Galactic. <laughs> yeah, Virgin Galactic might be my only hope. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: but we'll see here. So, anyways, were there any other items that didn't make your list? You thought, oh, this would be kind of cool. Any like honorable mentions in your list?
0: <sighs> well, I had uh Avengers campus. I mean, um, that would have been fun too. Um, so that, that that I guess that would be my honorable mention. That would have been. And fun. Did you, did I, do you know of anybody that went there?
1: Uh, yeah, I would, mm-hmm. wasn't even aware that was an Avengers campus,
2: but yeah. But I didn't even know that one. Mm-hmm. That's, you said that's in California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that'd be fun.
0: But
1: so. Is that one a little bit cheaper than Galaxy's Edge?
0: I I didn't price it. Um, probably not. I mean, I figured you know since we're go, you know going for non-practical, I mean, yeah. Uh, Why does it I, matter, right? What does it matter? <laughs> yeah. yeah <you> know? <laughs> I mean, you're probably talking a little more. You know, I mean, go, from here to California, you're you're, pay, you're paying more on plane tickets and and everything in California is more expensive, but mm-hmm. uh, um. But you know I I mean I love I love the Marvel universe but you know Star Wars is where you know I, my earliest memories as a child of, of of fun things I like to uh you know do and so um Right. So Star Wars would be my first choice as far as like a live you know yeah. live action theme park type thing. I think an honorable mention for me
1: and uh, this I don't know the price tag in this um but I would love To get a personal guided tour from the man himself of Lucas Ranch. Oh, George Lucas taking me a guided tour, looking at all the originals, the the sets, the props, the memorabilia. You know, I think that would be pretty awesome. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, fanboys make that a Uh. reality. Uh-huh. So rowdy for me.
2: But any any honorable <laughs> mentions for you, Dave? Uh, yeah, new gaming desktop, PS five. Yeah. I
0: you
1: did know. look at I did look at a uh a updating my uh, getting a rig that's exclusive for gaming, you know, four or five mm-hmm. grand.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'll hire Nick to build me one. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, there's our
1: Christmas list. Um, we would love to hear what's on your Christmas list. You can drop it down below on Facebook or in the comments or email us, and, and we'll be happy to share some of that in our future shows. It looks like our plan is to what, guys, review Matrix uh, the beginning of January? Yeah. Uh, So we'll be doing that January 3rd. So uh, try to watch it. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, I did see in the latest trailer, they they identified the guy that I thought was the architect is actually Mr. Smith. So Jonathan Groff's character is going to be Mr. Smith. so. Um, So we got a younger or different incarnation of Mr. Smith in it. And so I'm excited about that. And then uh, the two weeks after that, we are doing our first live show ever that hasn't been at a con. Nice. uh, So we're excited about that. And we'll have to talk a little bit more about what we're doing for that show as well. So. Heck yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. That'll be be glasses raised all around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I believe that's about it. Uh, Thanks for joining us, everyone. And uh, Miles, why don't you take us out of a show?
0: All right. Till next time. Good night and good luck.
1: We'll see ya. And go boldly. Awesome. I thought that was a good show. Yeah. What yeah, that was fun. The, yeah, we clocked in just a little bit under an hour. That works. Nice. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. PG language. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we kept it. We kept <laughs> it cleanly, language good, clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clean. Jen wasn't here to filthy it up. That's right. right? <laughs> you know,
1: man, you can't take Jen anywhere that you want that you want to have kids around. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my. Uh. That's funny.